Welcome to the Drink Less, Live More podcast. If you are a woman that is wanting to evaluate your relationship with alcohol, you've come to the right place. There are no hard and fast rules and you don't have to call yourself anything. You're just a woman that knows something isn't working for her and you are wanting to make an intentional change. I'm Rachel Pritz and I'll walk alongside you as you learn to drink less and live more. Let's go. Welcome back. I hope everyone had a restful, fun holiday season. We're still coming into New Year's Eve, which I never get super excited about, but I do love the idea of just a fresh start. You know, it just feels like a good time for reflection, resetting where we are and where we want to be in the next year. So it just feels like this yearly, you know, refresh, right? And so like we're hitting the refresh button on our Google search bar. So I really enjoyed that part of it. Uh, I had a great holiday season. We did a lot of fun activities with the kids and I learned how to play dreidel, which I had never learned before. That was kind of fun. My kids actually brought it home from school and taught me. I think it's basically that left, right, center game if you've ever played that. And I think the left, right, center people might owe the Jewish community some money. I don't know. It seems like they sort of knocked it off, but it is a lot of fun. We had a good time playing it and games can go on for a really long time or they can be really short. So that was a fun little new thing to learn. For those of you that have been following me for a while, I have two core values that just keep coming back, uh, you know, over the last four or five years, they're just like, they're just always there. Like they always come back to these two things and it's curiosity and hope. And so the curiosity part of me is always getting the best of me. It's really why I decided to take a long break from alcohol and just keep it going because I was just really curious about what life could look like with less alcohol or maybe even no alcohol in it. I don't know. So, you know, I was just very curious, still am to this day. So when I find something that I'm interested in, I can really get down a rabbit hole and suddenly I'm like, oh, wow, why do I know so much about these whales off the coast of the Arctic? Um, I couldn't stop myself. So... We are, you know, in the middle of the holiday season, depending on when you're listening to this, January 12th is the day we are meeting live for the first time and we'll meet 11 more times uh, live on Thursdays for the Drink Less Live More program. And so this is going to be an opportunity for you to connect with other women just like you that are struggling with this same problem. And there's a lot of power in that. There's a lot of power in knowing that you're not alone. You're going to see um, faces if you wish. You you could join anonymously and never turn on your camera, and that's perfectly fine. Um, but you're going to see people and hear stories that sound just like you. And so there's a lot of, I think, power and empowerment in knowing that you are not alone. You do not struggle alone. You know, I've said this on here before when I started openly sharing this on stages a couple of years ago and talking about drinking a bottle of wine most nights there were so many people that came out of the woodwork and said, oh my God, me too. I thought I was alone. So many people. So I can tell you for certain you're not alone. But that program kicks off January 12th. You can join the first week completely free. You will get access to the platform where you can do some learning uh, independently as well, but then we'll reinforce some of that learning and growth and just storytelling in the live sessions. So there's really nothing to lose here. You can sign up and decide it's not for you. Perfect. You don't owe me a dime. 
So that's what that looks like if you do decide to uh, to you know extend it through the entire eleven weeks. It's just three ninety seven. It's really reasonable um, when we look at those uh, three months of of you know content and connection and community. And then also you're going to save a boatload of money on not drinking. So especially going out to eat. I mean, my whole year break from alcohol, I, I would get lots of mocktails. I mean, I would intentionally go places that had mocktails that were actually, they actually took it seriously. Like they didn't just give me a stupid pineapple juice and tonic water. They actually did, you know, like some work on it. And so we would go to a lot of those places. So I still paid for those, but still the, like people don't know how to price those now. And so they're like, oh, I don't know, like $2, you know, and you're like, what? You know, that's, that's amazing. So anyway, you're going to save that amount of money, no doubt. Uh, you're going to be healthier. If you have goals from a health perspective this year, you can't do it drinking a bottle of wine a night. It just doesn't It doesn't work. Uh, the older we get, the more we can't process um, all of the toxins that we're putting in our body, and our liver is also responsible for uh, processing fat, and it can't do that if you're putting a bunch of alcohol in it on a regular basis. So uh, join the program. I don't have any rules. If you don't want to completely stop drinking, you don't have to. If you want to, that's great too. Um, and I just tell people it's just, it really truly is one day at a time. That is one of the things from AA that I think rings true to me um, for sure. So join me. Um, we're going to tackle inside of that program a lot of this thinking that I have been talking a lot about. So, you know, the title of this episode is Good or Bad. And we often assign things in our society because we're, we're all inherently trying to be good. We want to be good. It feels good to be good. Um, you know, if you remember when you were a kid, when your parents said, oh my gosh, good job, or we're so proud of you. I mean, it's like light my brain up like a Christmas tree. I love feeling like I'm good and doing the good, right thing. And that can get in our way. So it can be very beneficial for us. We need to know what the difference is between right and wrong, good or bad. But when we start assigning other things, the title of good or bad, that's where we can get ourselves into trouble. Um, so for example, with food, how many times do we do this and how many times do you say this? Oh, I'm being good today. Or, oh my gosh, yeah, I'm going to, this is my cheat day. You know, we talk about it all the time and when we're cheating, that's bad, you know, and that feels bad. So we're sort of, every time we're telling ourselves that and we're speaking it out loud, we are wiring our brain to believe that it's bad to eat unhealthy food. So then what happens to us when we eat unhealthy food? Well, we physically feel like shit because we ate unhealthy food. There's that. So there's some, you know, biological things going on and physiological things going on, but if we have an unconscious belief that this is bad or even a conscious one, now oh my gosh, what does that mean about us? Are we bad now? Are we tipping into shame? Um, what's wrong with us? I mean, why can't we, we just eat healthy? You know, what's wrong with us or something wrong with us. So that shame really impacts us, you know, and it impacts us for longer than we think. It's one of the few emotions that sticks around unless we address it. And so we have to really be cognizant of assigning things good or bad. So we also do this with alcohol, right? So, you know, in my like heavier drinking years, which there was, it was a long period of time up until I took my break a couple years ago, I really thought alcohol was great. I didn't understand why people would want to take a break. I didn't understand any of it. I thought alcohol was great. I thought it was adding tons of value to my life. And so I had assigned it as something that was really good. 
And so when it's really good, of course I want more of that. And my brain wanted more of that, not just because of the dopamine and not just because of the actual chemical part of what alcohol does to us, but I had wired my brain to believe that alcohol was good and adding value to my life. I mean, I felt like it was my security blanket. I couldn't, I couldn't let it go. And I didn't want to let it go for years. So I had this assignment of, okay, this is good. And then I started reading about alcohol and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is bad. This is really, really, really bad. I mean, it's like from a health perspective, it's awful. So I started kind of assigning it like, oh my gosh, this is an awful, awful substance. It's poison, you know? And like we were hearing that, I was hearing that all over the place. It's poison. So I kind of flipped all the way to the other side. And so I had assigned this kind of bad thing to it. It was bad. Now, sometimes we have that little like gremlin or devil on our shoulder that's like, we want to be bad sometimes. We don't want to always be the good girl, right? It's exhausting to be the good girl. So I don't think it's helpful in that situation and with the food as well, because we're just like, gosh, it's like the forbidden fruit sitting over there that we just want so bad. Um, so, you know, during that period where I was really educating myself on alcohol, I really truly was rewiring my brain to say like, this might be the worst substance that's ever been created on the planet. And, you know, I kind of flipped over to that side. That's why it made that whole year long break really easy, actually, because I totally just changed my mindset around alcohol and pulled up all these unconscious belief systems that I had, that I had to have alcohol here to to have fun. It had to be at birthday parties. It had to be at the zoo. It had to be everywhere. And, you know, I really just pulled all those unconscious belief systems up. And when you're not drinking alcohol, it's really easy to see it. So, so easy to see alcohol just everywhere. It's everywhere. So, um, you know, I flipped over to the bad side where like, this is bad. This is horrible. Um, and then I kind of started just questioning that a little bit, you know, and it was like, okay, is this just because my brain's telling me I want alcohol again? And I'm like, no, I don't think it's either good or bad. I think it's kind of just neutral. Like that was sort of where I landed. Um, and when I decided to incorporate some alcohol back into my life, that was sort of where it was at. I was like, no, I don't think it's poison. I also don't think it's great for you. I think there's probably a tipping point where it does turn into poison or it does really have detrimental impacts on us. Um, when you look at the research, there actually isn't any research out there to show that one drink every four or five days, which is typically you know, what I would do, um, or what I have done, you know, incorporating alcohol back in that it does any negative damage, you know, so there's not a lot of real, real research that can back that up and I don't feel it. So that's the important part is trusting myself. I don't feel bad or even feel like I, I don't feel any different if I drank or if I didn't drink. So, so that's kind of where I landed was, okay, I think alcohol is just sort of neutral. I think there are times that I really think it's good, you know, like I really like the connection with other people and if something tastes really good, because sometimes I do just like the flavor of some alcohol, especially some really good mixed drinks. Like I like a really good cocktail that is, you know, well cared for <laughs> and they take their time with it. Like they're taking it seriously. I love that. And so sometimes I just really like that. And to me, that's good. Like sharing a really tasty cocktail with my husband on a date night or with a friend or with my mom. I love that. It's great. And so I feel like like that feels like it is adding some value to my life. Could I drink a mocktail? Absolutely. I, you know, I don't think it's like, I don't think it's so much better that it, you know, makes sense to do it all the time, but there is a little bit of a tip into like, this feels good to me. 
Um, and then there is the tip into like, this feels bad to me, you know, like when I start to feel the effects of alcohol and I start to get less clear as I'm talking with friends and, you know, if I have more than one drink, that's when it typically happens. So I'm like, I don't like that, you know? So, so I think you just sort of have to measure this for yourself, but really consider if assigning good or bad to anything in your life is helping you. Most of you probably have some health goals. You know, a lot of people set health goals in the new year. Um, you know, it's good if you exercise, it's bad if you don't, you know, maybe, maybe it's just neutral. Like maybe we're just going to take that one day at a time. Oh my gosh, I feel really energized and I feel like exercising and I'm excited to go exercise. Or maybe I don't really feel like it, but I do know the results afterwards. I do feel better when I've exercised. Is that because we feel like we're the good girl now? Cause we did the good thing or is it because we physiologically feel better? Probably a little bit of both. So just question where assigning good or bad is 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 not helping you uh, in your life in all areas for sure, um, because it can be holding you back. When we assign something bad, we think it's bad. That's where we get into shame, and shame holds us back all day long. So don't forget, link is in the show notes. You can also go to my website rachelpritz.com to sign up for the Drink Less Live More uh, live program. If that's not for you, you can also do a 14-day break that just has little five-minute audio clips and some workbook pages and those types of things. If you just want to take a 14-day reset and just decide what you want to do, which is kind of how I started. I really had no intention of stopping drinking for almost a full year. So there's lots of options out there. If you just want to keep listening along, along, perfect. That's great. I love that. So you're more than welcome to stay and just keep listening along too. So have a wonderful week. We will talk in 2023. I love the old joke, like, see you next year. I almost can't resist it. But yeah, so see you next year. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you can be reminded of new episodes. This is not intended to be medical advice. This is for gray area drinkers that are wanting to evaluate their relationship with alcohol and cut back or quit altogether. If alcohol isn't ruining your life, but it's certainly not making it any better, you're in the right place.